Crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay cryptocurrent. Now, here's your host, Richard Carthon. Hey, cryptocurrent crew. If you're anything like me, you're probably sick of being stuck at home and not being able to go to various cryptocurrency and blockchain events and conferences like you used to be able to. Well, look no further. If you go to our website and go under the events tab, we have a ton of virtual conferences and events that you can go and attend. We have several media partners that are coming on to create great content, great networking, and a lot of insightful information for you. So please go to our website and give it a look whenever you have a moment. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent, your host here, Richard Carthon. And today, got a very special guest. We have Mr. Russell with Tantra Labs. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on today. Man, I'm excited to learn more about your company. I mean, the highlight that's on the website talks about you know, earning 12% in Bitcoin and Ethereum. Looking forward to diving into that and learning more about what y'all have going on. But before we do that, I want to learn a little bit more about you. Give us some background about yourself. It's a long story, but I'm going to make it quick because I don't want to bore everybody. But we also, we have podcasts with a longer version of it. I got into Bitcoin in 2011. I was on some forums where we use Bitcoin to transact basically and purchase things online, kind of fell out of it and ended up in college, was doing like stock trading on the side. And so 2017 came around and I was actually trading algorithmically in the stock market. And I had, I was mainly involved in trading like pump and dumps. So I was writing algorithms that were finding pump and dumps. And I had some friends who were doing it with me that were like, look, crypto right now is like full of pump and dumps. This was in 2017. And like we think you can make a lot of money doing it. And so I ended up being in between jobs a little bit. So I started trading crypto, ended up going to India. And in India, I actually met a guy who lived like 20 minutes from me away in California. And he was like, I'm friends with a Bitcoin hedge fund manager. I want to introduce you. And that was my co-founder, Ped, who we actually started Tantra Labs in 2018 after Bitcoin went to 20K and subsequently fell to right. the plummets, to the, <laughs> to the lowest of lows. Yeah. So we were trading, we basically started the company 2018, been trading for about three years now, primarily focused on Bitcoin. We recently added Ethereum, but the whole idea from inception was we wanted to create a product that allowed people to be denominated in Bitcoin, to be denominated in the asset of their choosing rather than being stuck being denominated to a USD gain. So we didn't want even our investors to mm, suffer from having to pay the US dollar price. So like if you were to invest in a crypto fund prior to let's say 2018, they would give you a US dollar return. So they might just like buy Bitcoin for you, hold it and take 20% off the top. We basically said, we're going to outperform Bitcoin and give you the additional on top of that. And so we did that for about two years. And then we wanted to democratize it a little bit more because as you well know, in this space, for the most part, if you don't have more than like $25,000, $50,000, you can't do a lot of things. 
And so we created, yeah, it takes a little longer. It's more expensive in the United States. It's illegal for the most part. Like there's, there's a lot of things going on. So we decided to create a debt product where people could loan us money and we would be able to pay them an interest rate on it in the style of what you might see an accredited investor do. And this allowed us to legally onboard capital in an efficient way that allows people to be denominated in the asset of their choosing right now, whether that's Bitcoin or Ethereum. Man, that's, that's a really interesting concept. And like the fact, you know, you have a, u- a unique background, obviously, like uh, from going in the regular market and, and making algorithms that would find pump and dumps. So figured you probably did pretty well in that. Then in between, you, you land in India, you find your co-founder and you start Tantra Labs, which was first a fund and, and now is kind of transformed into what is, has become today. And, you know, I imagine going back to 2018 and starting basically in a, in a bear market not only makes you resilient, but also makes you figure out how to be more efficient and solve for true challenges that are, are there. So everything's great and gravy when it's a bull market, but when things are tough, you still got to find a way to yield returns and, and yield something that makes people excited. And I feel like now's a really great and opportune time be in a position y'all are, are in and, and offering this type of uh, debt to exchange. So can you kind of dive into that a little bit more of like, let's say someone's listening right now, like how, how can they go in and work with Tantra Labs and use the different uh, services that you have? Basically, you just go to the website, tantralabs.io, and I'm sure there'll be a link, but you can sign up for the beta. We're basically allowing anyone outside of the US in US, we have more of a process to make sure that you qualify for the app. And we are onboarding any amount of Bitcoin that you want, any amount of Ethereum that you want. And we're paying 12% on it. You can talk to me or my co-founder, Kagan, at any time. So Kagan and the rest of the team, we've actually been working, like you said, through the entire bear market. We've been around, we're publicly known, like you can find us online, you can talk to our investors, like I think in the crypto space, a lot of times, you know, you hear not your keys, not your coin. And we're very much doing our best legally to disclose as much information as possible so that people understand, like, we're not here trying to pull a rug. Like, we really, we've worked our off. We're trying to share what we've built with the world in a way that we can do it legally. And also, I think one of the biggest things people have to realize, and I'm not going to name any names of some of the bigger companies doing similar things to what we're doing. But if you don't have this huge war chest of like hundreds of millions of dollars, it's very, very difficult to offer a product like this. So we're a team of about six people working on this. And you could think of us as like the mom and pop shop. So you're actually directly lending to the prop desk that a company like BlockFi or Celsius is lending to on the back end. So where BlockFi and Celsius is giving you 4%, I'm able to give 12 because you're giving it directly to me. Where BlockFi or Celsius might actually lend to me behind the scenes, you get to do all of the due diligence, understand what's going on. You can listen to our podcasts. You can read more about it. You can hear like us explaining algorithmic trading and how like providing liquidity to the market makes money, how we've been doing it for three years, how personally I've been doing it for eight. Um, and it's really that simple. You basically sign up and send us Bitcoin that enters you into a 12-month term with us. And at the end of it, we'll send you back whatever you sent us plus 12%. That's unique, man. Just like you said, 
it's kind of like you're going and you're, you're lifting the veil. You're just saying like, look, you want to look under the hood and see what's going on. Here's everything as it is full transparency. This is what you can expect. And just, and, and I like that. I like that you're from the jump, just being like, look, here's what we're doing. Here's how we're differenti- differentiated. Here's your mom and pop. Um, I almost think about it as like, you know, in the States, usually for the best banking that you can really get, you go to your local lenders, right? You go to like your credit unions, and everything else. And they're going to look at like, look after you bigger than a, a national entity, right? It kind of sounds like that's kind of the positioning that y'all are able to do with that amount of transparency and that kind of uh, care that you're putting into the people that c- come through uh, Tantra Labs. Exactly. Very well said. Thanks, man. So, and you also in- mentioned something else that's pretty interesting um, that, you know, y'all produce some content so that you can learn a little bit more about it. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, what that is? Like if, if they are to go look up your podcast, what are they going to learn about? What are the things they can expect? And tell us a little bit about that. Today's podcast is brought to you by Tantra Labs, where you can earn 12% in Bitcoin and Ethereum yearly. Tantra Labs is a team of researchers, engineers, and data scientists, economists, and optimists whose primary focus is in Bitcoin, which they believe will usher in a more prosperous future built on sound money. They offer real-time loan tracking, fast automated onboarding, 100% payment history, and multi-sig storage. And again, you will get 12% APY on the crypto that you loan. Tantra Labs is taking on international clients as well as clients in the U.S. except for the state of New York. For more information, please go to tantralabs.io. Again, that's tantralabs.io. We want to give a quick shout out to our platinum sponsor, Emirate, where you can become part of the world's fastest growing IoT wireless network. You can earn up to $25 or more a month by getting a free cool spot today. What is a cool spot, you may ask? Well, it's just like a Wi-Fi hotspot that you use to connect your devices, except you earn Helium HNT every time it is used. How can you earn from this? HNT is your reward for hosting and being an active, valuable participant in the Helium network. How secure is your cool spot? It has end-to-end encryption, and it is used to secure your device and to ensure your privacy on multiple layers. Go to our show notes or go to our website to click the link to get your cool spot delivered to you for free today. A variety of different episodes, everything from Meet the Team to Demystifying Algorithmic Trading, where I talk about algorithms from a very simple level so that it's it makes it easier to understand, right? Like I think a lot of people think of an algorithm like a really complicated thing, but an algorithm is really a math problem. It does this when it's told to because X plus Y equals M, right? And so because of that, something happens. And so I go and break down what that is and how that allows us to make money in a market like this, either through providing liquidity or making a probabilistic bet on something. There are lots of ways, especially in crypto, to make money that I don't think... One, a lot of people don't have time to. So like you're probably very aware of all the people calling you now saying, should I buy? Is now a good time? You, know, oh, you probably man. got a lot of those texts today. Like you know the price, it, man. <laughs> the price went down. Like, and so what we do is we automate a lot of that for people that are, they don't want to think about it, but they want to earn yield on their assets. And so by lending to a company, that's exactly what you're doing. The same way you might lend dollars to a company in the stock market or lend dollars to your friend. 
we've just enabled it so that someone could lend Bitcoin to us. Got it. That's really interesting, man. And and I like that you're talking about the algorithmic trading. And of course, for the newbies, this is going to be a little bit more advanced. And for your more advanced people, this might prick your ears up, right? Can you just give us a taste of that? So like, I've always wanted to kind of have this conversation with someone on the show with algorithmic trading and setting it up. Like if someone is new and, and they're like, man, I've always wanted to look into this. I've always wanted to learn how to get started. What are some like initial, like let's call it first three to five steps you need to take to get involved in this? Well, the first thing that I'll say is be prepared to lose a lot of money uh, when you're first starting. It's a right. very expensive hobby. I think most people, even in trading, lose money for the first two years. But then when it comes to algorithms, there and that's a take that with a grain of salt. But when it comes to algorithms, there's basically two paths that you can go down. One of them is probabilistic. One of them is deterministic. And so what that is is in a probability, you think that something might happen. So the example would be that I'm at the store and I can buy a banana for $1. And I feel like next week there's going to be a shortage of bananas and bananas are going to be worth $1.10. And so I'm willing to buy the banana today because I think I can sell it in a week. Where deterministic trading would be, I'm at the store and a banana is a dollar and I'm on the phone with my friend and my friend says, I'm willing to pay you a dollar and one cent per banana right now. And so literally on the phone with him, I'm purchasing the banana and selling it to him and immediately making money. That's arbitrage, just one-on-one. And so when you go into algorithmic trading, especially in crypto, there's a lot of arbitrage that happens because there's so many different exchanges. There's so many different uh, ways to get coin, whether it's through Uniswap or it's through Coinbase. There's lots of different price discrepancies happening at literally every moment in the crypto market. So it presents a unique opportunity for someone who wants to do deterministic trading. And then at the same time, probabilistic trading is a huge, unique opportunity here as well. Because like I said, I specialized in pump and dumps. And so that was probabilistic. Like you can line up certain events like Uh, There's a lot of volume. The price has been trending in this direction, blah, 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 and create a model that says there's a 60% chance that the price is going to go up or down from here. And then place your bets accordingly. And over time, if you perfect that model, it can become a very profitable model. The way that you can measure algorithmic success, really, it's called like a sharp ratio. So in a perfect deterministic fund, the sharp ratio is basically infinite. It, it's like you do not lose money. Everything that you do is just guaranteed to make money. You're buying here, selling here, profitable. Whereas with a probabilistic fund, it's more, I hope that I'm right and your sharp ratio can vary. So at Tantra, we actually have a diverse portfolio of both. And this allows us to have a very high sharp while also taking full advantage of this exponential market. Because in reality, if like, see the way that we set up Tantra is like the underlying bet here is that Bitcoin's going to a million dollars. Yeah. And so if Bitcoin's going to a million dollars, well, it needs to trend and it needs to trend exponentially to go there. And so if that is the case, then you can build momentum-based signals and algorithms to capture that trend. And we've been very successful in doing that. 
Man, I mean, first of all, thank you for breaking that down. That was one of the most eloquent ways of explanation that I've, I've heard with algorithmic trading, obviously kudos with uh, your years of experience with podcasting and explaining it over and over again. But that was great. Everyone that's listening, rewind that, listen to it again. That was a really great explanation of algorithmic trading. So thanks again for that. With all that being said, obviously y'all are very set up for success because you've been doing this for years and you know, you've created a company, an entire business around it. Where do you see as y'all continue to trend over the next year? Like what is the roadmap look like for y'all as y'all continue to grow and expand? I'm going to say this with a grain of salt, but what I'd like to do, because I've been saying this over and over again, that like the million dollar or the billion dollar idea in crypto is a checking account that is like super high interest. So like, imagine you have a checking account that pays you 6% interest or 10% interest, but is immediately liquid. I'm trying to build that right now. I've been saying over and over again that like, I want somebody else to build it because I'm so busy. <laughs> but at this point, like I want it for myself and no one's yeah. doing it. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll, I'll make it. And so hopefully uh, within the next 12 months to 24 months, I'll have a high interest bearing checking account that literally allows Man. you like instant liquidity that with would be so incredible. You, the amount of cash that would flow into that, that you, ugh, savings accounts don't do that. I mean, some APYs on just various cryptos don't do that. Oh my gosh. Like, yes, yeah. yes. I Please find a way. <laughs> I'm uh, trying. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I, I, I'm signed up day one. I'll, I'll, I'll be on the wait list. That <laughs> sounds incredible, man. Um, so I'll, everyone, you, you heard it here first. Hopefully they're able to figure that out. You, you want to be a part of that because that would be incredible. But, you know, thanks a lot for spending on some time on that. I want to kind of shift gears a little bit into right now, the time of this recording, it is early 2021. We're off to a nice hot bullish run. We're starting to see a little bit of a pullback consolidation around, you know, Bitcoin the other day was around 58,000. It's kind of pulled back to 46, now back around 50 again. ETH has kind of gone back and forth a little bit too. But with where we are, even talking about these levels, which is super exciting compared to a year ago, what do you see where the industry is kind of headed right now? So I'll answer this question a few different ways. I think everything going on in the market right now, like with Robinhood and GameStop being the primary like focus, DeFi is huge and Bitcoin is DeFi, Ethereum is DeFi, these swap smart contracts, that's DeFi. Like it's all working together to prove the use case of crypto, which is basically peer-to-peer transactions that can be done without a third party. That is crypto and it is the future. And we are going to see that over the next decade swallow the global financial system. What is interesting and like what I'm watching very closely right now, and I was actually just on the call with my analyst talking about this. See, what happened with GameStop presented a lot of systematic risk where if they wouldn't have stopped it, you could have seen the entire market blow up. And so why that affects Bitcoin, I think a lot of people think that, well, Bitcoin isn't the market. We have a different beta. We actually do not have data to show how Bitcoin would perform in a bear market of stocks. So in the global financial system, Bitcoin has only existed in a perpetual bull run. In March, when COVID happened and there was a huge liquidity crisis, we actually saw Bitcoin fall 50% in a day, which means that in a true liquidity crunch and in like a overall risk off environment, Bitcoin is not an asset that companies and high net worth individuals are investing in, which 
at least as a single data point, says that in a true bear market, like the stocks, like the stock market goes into a bear market, the world goes into a, a financial crisis, Bitcoin will not necessarily perform well. And so I'm watching really closely to see what's happening in the stock market and see how that affects Bitcoin. All things continue bullish. We're easily hitting over 100K this year. I think 200,000 plus is definitely in the cards. We'll probably be blowing out around that price. I think six months ago, I would have thought we would be entering a super cycle as well, which is like, uh, we basically never have an 80% pullback again. But lots of things can change that. So um, I'm starting to become more and more, I guess, realistic and less um, hopium driven. Yeah. My 10-year target for Bitcoin has always been over 500K. Like, And I, whenever I talk to people about purchasing Bitcoin and they ask, like, is it a good price? I always say, to me, Bitcoin is worth more than gold. And if it's worth what gold is worth, it's worth over $300,000. So is $50,000 a good price to buy a $300,000 asset? Absolutely. And so just buy it, wait five to 10 years and we'll be there. Like the only way that it doesn't work is Satoshi comes out from the grave and it turns out that he's a really fucked up person. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how Bitcoin stops going up at this point. So (laughs) yeah, no, I mean, a lot to unpack there. And thank you for that, for that take. And, you know, you're actually the second person that has brought that up in a lot of valuable way of talking about the next 10 years. And, and what I usually talk to about to our audience and everyone else is in the crypto game, you need to play the long game. And if you look everything, relatively speaking, if you look at the last decade where Bitcoin has jumped that far, insane. If you think about the next decade, it's on track to do the exact same thing. And you also want to look at the entire global um, market cap, right? So when Bitcoin a year ago um, was... Uh, I think right around like 120 billion. And then we're like, hey, what happens when it reaches a trillion dollar market cap? Did exactly what it, uh, what I thought it would do was just be around 20, 30K. That happened. Um, and now it's trending. Like how, how long until we're at 5 trillion or a $10 trillion market cap? I don't know that we're that far away. And with everything remaining the same, Bitcoin dominance being around 60 to 75%, that means that we're looking at a six figure Bitcoin probably pretty soon. And again, longer term, 10 years, like it is very realistic and probable that just like you said, I also think that it's more valuable than gold. It's digital gold. And the other part of it is that it's finite and that you don't have to keep mining it. After it's all mine and it's there, we know where everything's at. You don't have to like also keep wondering, oh, I wonder if there's more gold in the ground. You know where where the Bitcoin is, right? And so there's a lot of, there's so much value in that. But what I want to go back and unpack a little bit more that I think would be great for everyone to hear. And it's probably made everyone's ears perk up. If they had not stopped GameStop, and I also believe that they purposely stopped it, why do you think it would have collapsed everything? It, this is, it's a really hard question to unpack. And so I'll try and do it in like a really simple way. There is more money in the stock market than money that actually exists. And so if something were to happen that caused financial institutions, banks, hedge funds to come up with money that they do not have and that the person who said that they had it to lend to them also doesn't have because of the fractional reserve system, you would see the dominoes fall, much like we saw them fall in 2008 when the real estate market collapsed. 
because so much fractional lending is happening, if these funds that are over levered, that are too short, now owe more money than they even had to begin with, and the people who loaned them the money also owe more money than they had, you have this huge explosion that causes a massive liquidity crisis and just would decimate a majority of the money that's in the market. And so with that kind of a liquidity crisis, again, I looked to March and COVID, Black Thursday or whatever, Black Tuesday it was, that shows you exactly what happens in a liquidity crisis. The entire market dropped 30%, Bitcoin's down 50%, ETH's down 60% in a day. If GameStop went to 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, whatever multiple that it was headed for, you would have seen that happen again because the people that needed to get out of those positions have to sell off other assets. They have to sell their gold position. They have to sell their S&P position. They have to sell their Bitcoin. They have to sell everything to cover their losses in this asset. And so that's also extenuated by the fact that now other people are getting out of the position because the market's going down. So you have all the people that were following the trend or that are betting against it or betting with it now covering their losses or pressing harder on the market. Because we've built a leveraged system, leverage is a very powerful and a very dangerous instrument, especially when something like GameStop happens where you are literally deleting more money than even existed to begin with. Yeah, that is a really interesting take. And uh, thank you for, for breaking that down. I think that was a really good way of, of speaking to it. Liquidity is always going to be a challenge. And it's interesting you bringing up the, the fact that there is more money in the market than actually exists and goes to the idea of how is that even possible, right? And then I would potentially even argue like all the more reason why crypto I think is hedged to play well against that potentially happening. I do think there will be a liquidity price. If that were to happen, there'd be a liquidity moment where you would see a a sharp decline. You might see a a massive pullback, but like once the dust settles and everything else and people realize like, wow, like this whole crypto thing, at least I know it's finite or some elements of it, some of it is finite and you can use it internationally wherever and a Bitcoin is a Bitcoin, no matter where you go in the world. And I think you eventually get to a point where people double down on that. And I think that's when you really see things just get out of, just blow into the next dimension because people finally will like get it. I don't think we're there yet where people really get it, but we're getting closer. Well, if you think about it like this, see, this is actually where we're at today. And I think one of the things that people are starting to become more aware of because of the magnitude of what's happening is all of the money that's being printed is being injected into the market. It's being injected into Bitcoin as well. And that is what makes a case for like that million dollar Bitcoin in the next four years. Because before you could have said like Bitcoin's worth more than gold and that makes it 300,000 because this is gold's at a $10 trillion market cap. But now with inflation, if you price the asset correctly, gold should actually be a 14 to $15 trillion market cap had it retained its value versus the buying power of the dollar. And this is what people, not people, but this is what's hard to price in because there's so many levers that are being pulled. So when we print 
$4 trillion. When we basically add 40% to our GDP in a single year, what you've done is you've taken this dollar and now $1 a year ago is worth 60 cents today. And so, and that's a very rough and crude way to say it. But the idea is that had all things stayed the same, all assets should have gone up 40% against the US dollar. And that's what we're seeing. Because so much money is being given to government, so much money is being created by the government, given to corporations, given to uh, individuals who are now using that to lever up on stocks, bonds, on Bitcoin, on everything, you're seeing a massive flood of capital into the market because the only lever the government and the central bank has to pull is, here, take more money because you're not making it anywhere else. And when that happens, the only assets that you can go to are hard assets, which interestingly enough, stocks are one of them. So Bitcoin being one of them, real estate, stocks, this is why we're seeing the market just going straight up. And as long as they continue to do that, which that doesn't look like there's really an end. I mean, I'm praying Corona is over by the end of summer, but who knows what narrative they're going to spin. So I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. No, that is a very interesting take. And something definitely to keep in consideration is inflation and how that does play a part of all of this, right? Something that I want to get into um, as we kind of wrap this up uh, or two more questions I want to talk about is one is just you talked about the long game so I just talked about the last year but I want to now talk about that decade right where do you see the entire market headed as we get into you know you wake up tomorrow it's 2030 like what do you think has happened in that timeline I have no idea I hope that we plant a lot more trees and the world uh, gets off outside of their computers <laughs> but yeah. um, <laughs> uh, for crypto and Bitcoin I, I think in the next 10 years, we easily see a million dollar Bitcoin, no doubt, um, with inflation going the way that it's going. If we don't see the market implode in the next 10 years, I'll be very surprised. Uh, we really do have a house of cards. Corona showed that. Uh, the financial system is very weak with central banking policy. A lot of governments around the world are already in hyperinflation. And honestly, if you look at the US dollar and what's happened this year, we are also in hyperinflation territory. It's just that like you don't see it like you might see it in Zimbabwe or Argentina or these other places where it's or Venezuela where it's gone very, very insane. Yeah. But I mean, I can tell you just from my grocery bill that in the last year it's gone up 50%. Like, and I'm buying the same shit. So we are very much in a world that the wealth gap is increasing. And over the next 10 years, I believe humanity is currently waking up to it and going to wake up to it. And the only real alternative we have today is Bitcoin. Everything else is controlled by someone else. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a really interesting and and good take on it. Thank you for... Uh, for walking us down that. Um, this one's a little bit uh, more of a, a newer question that I've started to ask my guests and I think um, can go in a lot of different ways, but I think would be very helpful to, especially all the newbies out there. If you could go back and tell yourself back 10 years ago, whenever you first got into crypto, what are the lessons that you would tell yourself right now? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, just crypto wise, it would literally be like, don't sell ever. Just especially 10 years ago, you just buy. See, I, I look at it this way because I, 
I owned Bitcoin 10 years ago and I wasn't ready to have that kind of money. Like, I think I always looked at, looked at it this way. Like, you remember when Justin Bieber was driving through Miami in his Lamborghini and he got pulled over, whatever, that would have been me had I bought Bitcoin <laughs> 10 years ago. And so like, I'm grateful that I didn't end up with that much money at that young of an age. Um, very <laughs> thankful because I would have done very stupid shit with it probably wouldn't be alive or where I'm at today. So very thankful that I didn't get in like huge that early. And I think that would be my main thing is like, and I even say this to the guys on the team, like you can't suffer success. Like a lot of people, they, when they lose money, they're very upset. And then when they make money, they didn't make enough. And if you're going to be upset that you lost money, please don't be upset when you make money. Don't think back and think like, oh, I could have had more. Oh, I could have, if I wouldn't have done this, I would like just be grateful because there's so many opportunities here. And I think especially where we're at today, 2021, we're so early. Yeah. We're, we're so early. It's ridiculous. I, I can't even, yeah, we're so early. Man. It's it's refreshing uh, for you to say that. I say that at least once an episode. Uh, we are so early, everyone. He just said it. I didn't have to say it. Um, so now's a great time to keep educating yourself, finding ways to get involved, uh, finding ways to also hedge for the future. Um, and Tantra Labs obviously could be a great way to get that done. So Russell, thank you so much for spending time with us. But what is the final thought that you want to leave with all of our listeners here today? I think it's it's just that it's, be thankful that you're here this early and grateful to be alive. So go outside, remember that you're breathing. Remember that Bitcoin is very real and we have a once in a millennium opportunity to make a difference. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you for having me on. Today. Really, really great final thought. Um, what are some ways that people can connect with you and also learn more about uh, Tantra Labs? Um, just check me out. I'm on Twitter. I tweet probably once a month though. So I would try and stay away from that. I would check out tantralabs.io. Um, my co-founder Kagan's really active if you want to follow him and you can chat with us. If you go on the website, you can reach out. We respond to emails, we respond to chats. We're, um, yeah, we're early, you know, so we want to be friends with everybody. We think everybody that's in today is we're all trendsetters. We're all here to make the world a better place and take back our financial freedom. So, uh, I'm grateful to be here and I, I hope to meet some of the people that listen to your pod. No doubt. Well, thank you again for spending some time with us and dropping all this knowledge. And of course, for everyone listening, stay CryptoCurrent. Hey, CryptoCurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from Just a Sapien. CryptoCurrent is a valuable resource to learn about crypto and all the builders in the blockchain space. Keep up the great work. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? 
sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Cargon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay cryptocurrent.